are checking out the Forever But Not Always podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pagan. I have so many fun topics and guests planned for season one, but I thought I would start off by bringing my husband in for a little chat as a teaser of what is to come. Being a divorce attorney and mediator, I know how important it is to communicate, so I thought I'd hook us up to mics and have a mini check-in with my spouse. Enjoy! comfortable now all comfortable i think we got to figure it out um so hey thanks for sitting down with me tonight i know you have better things to be doing yeah sleeping sleeping or playing video games probably yep um so what i wanted to share with everyone today is a little bit about us and our dynamic um i think that's something that i tell people um, I don't know that this comes up for you as much, but I think it's something that I tell people that I'm most proud of. So one thing I always find fascinating is when you ask a husband to describe their marriage or talk about their marriage, it's so different than if you ask a wife to talk about their marriage. And these are some of the things that I think we actually don't talk about that much, but I think we agree. Okay. So I'm going to be curious what kind of things you'll say, but I know in my mind what I think you might say already. All right. <laughs> okay. Now I'm curious. <laughs> um, one thing I believe we are consistently equal on equal with is our partnership dynamic. So what are some of the things that I'm responsible for in the household? Like on a daily basis or on, just in general? On a daily basis, like household and like life management stuff. What am I responsible for? Well, I mean, you take care of all the finances and bills and all that stuff. Like, I don't know how to do any of that. I don't know. I wouldn't know who to contact, like where to go. Like, I don't even know, like, like how much our garbage bill is. Like, wh where does that even go to? <laughs> I've never seen one before. Um, so definitely all of that. Um, the behind the scenes stuff that you don't really see every day. Um, I mean, as far as stuff around the house, it's like, you know, you usually make the bed and, you know, try to cook as often as you feel like, which <laughs> is not very, but it's fine. I'll give you a little bit of credit for that because you are trying to at least make an effort. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like very much. Um, do you do laundry? Yes, that's true. Um, put away dishes. I'd say do dishes, but we have a dishwasher. So, I mean, doing yeah. dishes really just consists of putting them away, which I'm really bad at. So you do tend to have to do that. Um, yeah, I would say the major thing is all the behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't really see on a daily basis. Like, it would, a lot of things would come crashing down if you weren't around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be getting a lot of calls from uh, bill collectors and people like that. Yeah, I would describe myself as like the COO, right? Like, I'm operations of what's going on. And CFO. And CFO. Yeah, I'm both of those roles. But I think that you definitely pull more weight when it comes to housework generally. I mean, we have a house cleaner, so 
neither of us are cleaning the house, but you're cooking, you're taking care of trash or taking care of the lawn and outdoors and like fixing things and like keeping the dogs on track, keeping the cats on track. Like while we might both feed the animals and, and take a role, I think you're, you oversee clean a lot of poop. (laughs) Yeah. You up until recently, you cleaned a lot more poop only because we got the litter robot, which I will talk about more because that thing's amazing. Maybe in the future we can get a sponsor for it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Uh, not an advertisement, just a something an I'm loving. Just something I'm loving right now is our little robot. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that you take on a lot more of that stuff within the house. Well, sure, the daily chores. I mean, you work later, and by the time you get home, it's 6, 7 o'clock. And dinner time. We, yeah, dinner time, and we go to bed pretty early, so. yeah. Do you think that our partnership is equal? Like, do you feel, do you ever feel like I'm not pulling weight or that there's something you wish I did more of in the home? I did for a a little while earlier. Earlier when? Um, It's been a few years, I'd say. Okay. Definitely not since we've lived in our new house. Um, Just because I think I did realize how much you actually do that isn't physical housework behind the scenes. Right. Um, so I, I don't think about it anymore. Um, and if I don't feel like doing something, I'll just say like, Hey, can you do that? And you 90% of the time will say yes. So I don't feel like you're ever avoiding it. Yeah. I think I was talking to somebody the other day where it's like, if there's something I feel like I want help with, or like I felt like I've done it too many times in a row or, you know, it's not about keeping score, but it's more about if I ask you to help me with something, you saying no sounds like a total, like just a disregard for anything. Not that you do that. I'm just saying like, yeah. that's the reaction. I don't think I've ever said no. No, I you never have. That. But that's in my mind. If I ask you and you say no, I'm thinking that that's just a disregard for anything. You're like what I'll I'm forget. doing. Oh, yeah. But forgetting is different, though. I'm very forgetful. But like when you... I always like, remember at the weirdest times, I'll be like driving on the freeway like, ah, shit. Yeah. I need to do that when I get home. And then by the time I get home, it's too late. Well, I think we both do that. But I think I, I always know that if I'm going to ask you, you're going to say yes. You might ask to do it a little later than I would prefer. But other than that, you're going to say yes. You're always going to help me. If I, you're never going to say like, no, that's your job or that's something, or you just do it. Like, that's not what either of us expect. designated jobs. No, not at all. I think there's some things that you tend to do and there's some things I tend to do and there's a lot of overlap. There's also a lot more I know how to do. House stuff is, something needs fixing or hanging or something. I mean, you've gotten better. You know how to use a a level and and a screw gun now. Well, and I think this goes to another point of what I think wives would say versus husbands too, or just spouses or like different spouses in general. Like, I think that if you have the skill, you should just do it. And I don't need to learn how to do it because that's what you bring to the table. But what if I'm not around one day or like on a, like I'm on vacation on like a golf trip and something happens, you need to fix something. YouTube, 
Yeah, I mean, I can follow instructions. I'm capable. But isn't that kind of the point? Yeah. Like, do you I, want me to teach you how to gather everything for our taxes? No. Well, right. It's like, it's a lot of work. Okay. And it's a skill I have. So that's the only re- thing that I think about sometimes. That's fair. I guess when I was growing up, if somebody wanted to teach me something, I would I would listen, whether it was like car stuff or, you know, house stuff. Like, I learned a lot from my dad or friends who were mechanics. Like, hey, like, how do you change brake pads? Like, can you show me how to do it? And I don't know. I always wanted to do that. So I guess I projected that onto you. And when I realized you really didn't really care to learn, I was like, fine, I'll just do it. Well, I don't care to learn about those things. I yeah, learn about things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. About day. those types of things specifically. Yeah, I learn about things every day. So I feel like I get enough. One thing that I, I guess I hear people comment on a lot is that we're so different. You know, either people know us differently or they perceive us as different people. I don't think you and I really see that as much as maybe other people's comment, but um, why do you think that despite our differences, our dynamic works so well? Um, Because I think we want to be better for each other. Like I want to be better for you and you want to be better for me, even if there are differences. Um, And like when, when you're talking differences, most of the time they're just surface deep, like things you like to do or don't like to do, but um, I think the the core value stuff is what's more important, and I feel like we have that. Yeah, I mean, I would generally agree. I would say that the things that matter about creating a life together, we are consistently on the same page. I think we're definitely different people. Our personalities are different. Um, but there's so much in not only like our backgrounds that are very similar, how we grew up, how we were raised. Well, understanding those differences is really important because if you don't recognize that those differences are there or you, even if you dislike them, like that's just a part of that person. Like, you know, when you have, you know, a hyper type A personality like you have, you know, you're going to have some ups and downs in as far as your emotional roller coaster that you're on, right? That's just kind of in your personality. And, you know, someone else could easily let it get to them and just let it bum them out or, like, you know, get frustrated really easy. But, like, you recognize these types of differences and be like, well, that just happens sometimes. Just try to support through it. And eventually it gets better, like, you know recognizing those types of differences is super important. You make me sound like a psycho. You're not a psycho. (laughs) You can be a little psycho, but you're not a psycho. Well, I think that the balance is, is like, I'm definitely, I can be high stress. I can sometimes react a little quicker and in a way that can spark conflict because I'm, I'm only see, able to see in those moments sometimes my perspective and my perspective is the only one that's right in my mind at those moments. But I think that w- how you counter that is you are pretty even. You don't have a, a lot of highs and lows. 
like you're pretty consistent on an emotional basis. You're pretty consistent on a supportive basis. So I don't ever feel like one, when I have those moments, you make me feel bad about them. And two, that you're not going to think differently because I've worked myself through, you know, these kind, this kind of high stress moment or this maybe what sometimes is an unreasonable reaction. I feel like can usually just be like a quick conversation that you and I can have because you stay even. Sure. But I also need, I need your ups and downs because I am so, one could say lethargic sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm procrastinator, kind of just, you know, go with the flow, kind of too mellow. But without somebody like you, I feel like, I wouldn't have any drive, so it's more motivation to be time, efficient, timely, efficient, um, proactive, driven, proactive, <laughs> all those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that in the same regard, you also help me slow down when I can add too much stuff to my plate. When, you know, I say that I, I just can't do something or I don't feel like I want to do something, it's never a question about oh, you like, we should make this happen or you need to find time because you know that if I can do something and I care about doing something, it's important to me, I'm going to do it. If I just can't do it, then it's not right for me. And I, you never make me feel bad about that. And you also make sure I do take the time for myself to relax. Yeah. I mean, I, um, the opposite. And like, if I didn't have you, like all the things that I really do enjoy doing, like um, charity stuff or all those extracurricular things. Like it doesn't cross my mind to actively do those things, but when you bring them up, I'm like, yeah, totally. That sounds like fun. Let's do that. Um, but it's not something I would ever do on my own. Yeah. And I think it's good to know for me that if I bring you into that, you're going to say yes, because it's nice to have a teammate to do those types of things with as well. And, um, like, what is the thing that causes us to have the most conflict? Like, what is the thing that comes up where we find ourselves arguing more often? Is there a particular, like, is there one particular thing that you can think of that comes to mind that tends to be a reoccurring theme in arguments? Not that comes to mind off the top of my head. I mean, you wrote the question, so you probably had longer to think about it. So you probably have an answer. Well, when I was thinking about this conversation, I was trying to think of the, what are not necessarily the topic of the argument, but what is the cause? And the majority of the time, regardless of the topic, it's poor communication. And not because we don't communicate generally with each other, but we have very different communication styles. Yeah. And, and I think that causes frustration. For example, I think you tend to communicate like, like as an overview of things you're saying like, Oh, you know, um, this is, this is everything we need to do. Bigger picture. Sure. Big picture. Like this is what we need to do and I'm going to do it versus I'm like, okay, what's, step one, what's step two, what's step three, like, let's make sure we get all these things completed. That's how my brain works. And I think when you skip over all of that, I can't function to get myself to where you are as quickly. Mm. And 
that can get cause me to be frustrated, but it can also cause me to like not want to engage. Okay. Uh, it might be the construction background, which might sound weird, but you, you start at the finished product, the big picture, and you work your way backwards, right? So this is, this is where I want to be. And then you kind of work your way backwards from there. But you know, when you're having a verbal discussion or whatever, like, well, this is, this is where I want to be. You know, this is the, the end game right here. Right. So then maybe that's all we talk about is that portion of it. Well, and I think conversely, my brain is like, what, what am I trying to demonstrate? How do I get myself to the, to the end result? And so it's kind of reverse. And then I think, I think right in the middle of this conversation is when we tend to both get frustrated because you're trying to do one thing and you're going way faster. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know what step one is. I don't know what step two is. All I know is step four. And so when I think back to any time that we've and argue is probably a strong word, I think, for us. We don't really argue as much as we, like, bicker about communication issues. Yeah, it's more bickering than arguing. But it comes down to me. I think the majority of the arguments have nothing to do with the topic itself. It has to do with how we're communicating with one another. Sure. I mean, I, I'm kind of that way in general. Like, I have a lot of internal thoughts that I don't express verbally or out loud but I know where I want to end up at the, at the end. Sure. Right. So, you know, here's what I'm trying to do. There might be, you know, a hundred different thoughts in my head, but I'm trying to keep them there so I don't lose it. So I don't really express them verbally. Well, and I want you to share that with me when we're going through any kind of conflict resolution, right? Because I, I don't get it. Well, sure. It's all going on in my head though. Well, let's strap a mic to it. Because I need to know. It doesn't come as naturally for some people. Yeah. Well, and I I think that I could probably ask less sarcastic questions during the process. Be like, okay, where do I need to begin? Versus, I don't understand what you're saying. Because I feel like that's my normal reaction. It's like, I don't understand what you want me to do. I have no idea what you want me to do. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) So, coming out of the conversation of, okay, this is the type of conflict we have. I think generally speaking, you and I would agree. Neither of us likes conflict to last a very long time. And when I say I don't like conflict to last, last a, a very long time, I mean like five, 10 minutes and it's over. It's not some lingering thing. Although I, I still think there's moments when it happens when we're not communicating and we're going to bed kind of angry, but it's usually not that extreme. It's more just, Little things, but do you believe that we both compromise or make attempts to resolve conflict equally? I don't know, to be quite honest. I probably would say the same thing. Um, I don't feel it's like not it's not something that I keep track of. I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't keep score, right, in my head, so I wouldn't really know how to answer that. I would like to think yes, but... I have no idea. Like, I, I, it doesn't, that's not something that, you know, I've cataloged. I would agree in the sense that I don't believe in keeping score, 
I think that I often feel that that we resolve conflict differently, but I think we both make efforts to kind of stop conflict from escalating equally in the sense that we both put in effort to stop conflict. Yeah, I would agree with that is you definitely don't make it escalate. Like I see people, you know, in life and on TV and whatnot where like they easily could end this argument or fight or whatever and they just push harder and harder and harder and like it's almost seems spiteful uh, or, you know, not about whatever it is they're fighting about. And I don't think we've ever done that where I've, I've never pushed you to get a reaction out of you. I've never tried to escalate anything. Um, I've never gone too far to where I regretted something, you know? No, we don't really fight like that. No, we Not don't. Not that I can ever remember. Because, well, again, we we don't try to like pit, pick at each other or push each other to escalate. Just for the sake of arguing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree. So, shifting away from conflict and more negative-based conversations, what... Um, is something that you think we do well together? Why don't you answer first and I'll see <laughs> what you have to say. Well, I think we participate in each other's lives well. So I'll describe that a little bit more in the sense that I think I show up in your life just as much as you show up in mine because while we're married and our life is definitely one for the most part um there's things that you do and there's things that I do there's your friends there's my friends there's certain different groups and I think we um show up so you know if I have charity organizations like events for my charity organizations or work events or things that I want to plan I don't ever have to worry about you just saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Or no, I'm not interested. Even if it's not something that you particularly are excited about. Um, and I think that that comes across in many ways in the sense that I have become very close to a lot of your friends and their wives, not just their wives because they're your friends um, because they're a part of my life now and, then there's things that you like to do and I think that I make an effort to show up for those things. So that is something that I think we do well together. Yeah. I mean, you trying to take up golf so we could spend more time together. It's really exciting. I'm really glad you decided to do that because it's something I just really enjoy doing and uh, I always like having you there. So yeah. And it's fun. I mean, it's never, it wasn't something that I thought I would enjoy but I like to be a part of your life. Like if I can find more reasons to spend time with you besides just being at home, doing something together, that is, you know, the, I think the best part. I don't think you need to do it all the time because there's definitely things that you really enjoy that I just haven't, like I'm just not into at all. And 
there's things that I enjoy that I know you're not into and sometimes you still do them because you know that I care and then other times you're you know not going to do them and that's got to be okay like what uh like going to certain concerts that I know you really don't like to go to you still complain about it but I mean country music it's pretty terrible it's not supposed (laughs) to be for good music it's supposed to be for a good time get it together okay I mean, I'd still do it. I might complain. Nah, uh, I might make fun of the artist, but I'll still do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll still, like, you still show up. I think that's really the only way I can describe it. Like, So, I don't like going to country concerts, but I would still go. Would you go to a cattle decapitation concert with me? I don't even know what that is. Um, do I know what that is? Have I heard them? Uh, it's like hardcore death metal. But do you really enjoy that? I do. You don't listen to it like when we're in the car. That's because you're in the car. Oh, okay. When I'm in the car by myself, I have my windows down and the volume at like 80. But I feel like we do like a lot of the same um, music. There, We have a lot of overlap. I mean, I probably wouldn't take you to one of those shows. <laughs> They can be a little dangerous. It sounds like the floor would be sticky at their shows, you know, like... Because of the sweat and blood? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, lots of spilled drinks. I wasn't <laughs> thinking sweat and blood, but you're not helping me want to go to these types of things. It's fine. I wouldn't make you go anywhere. <laughs> There's other things that I would I wouldn't make do. you do something just because I knew you didn't enjoy it, just to make you do it. I don't make you do that. You're right. You don't make me, and it's it's different. There's times where I'm I like like going to a country concert. Yeah, it's not gonna be enjoyable for me, but it's also probably not physically dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, so has there ever been a time when you had to apologize on my behalf? to like a group of friends or an individual for my behavior no not that i can think of yeah i don't think so either no definitely not <laughs> that's, that's I good definitely have no memory of having to go up to somebody and be like sorry about my wife she's whew. <laughs> she is something <laughs> do you ever say anything nice about me to other people when i'm not around i would hope so <laughs> i mean Anybody listening that knows me, I would imagine that I do. I'll do a survey monkey after this for all your friends and ask them all about all the things that you've said about me when I'm not around. Okay. I guess we'll find out. I'm comfortable with that. Okay. I think I think the results will be just fine. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for chatting with me today. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. That was um, interesting. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day. Anything for you. Love you. Love you too.